Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Every Halloween in the United States, bags of triangle-shaped yellow, orange, and white candies fill trick-or-treat bags all over the country. And there are many bags to fill— According to the National Confectioners Association, candy companies produce nearly 35 million pounds, that's almost 16 million kilograms, of candy corn every year. That's about 9 billion individual pieces. Candy corn is a sweet replica of dried corn kernels. It's considered a mellow cream, which is a type of candy made from corn syrup and sugar that has a marshmallow-like flavor. Although candy corn tastes rich, it's actually fat-free, but that doesn't mean it's a health food. It is mostly sugar. Most people know the traditional candy corn with three stripes, yellow at the thick end, orange in the center, and white at the peak, but it also comes in a variety of other colors and flavors depending on the holiday. Brown, orange, and white for Thanksgiving, green, white, and red reindeer corn for Christmas, pink, red, and white cupid corn for Valentine's Day, and pastel-colored bunny corn for Easter. The traditional variety is most popular in the fall, especially around Halloween. October 30th is National Candy Corn Day— However, candy corn didn't become associated with Halloween until after World War II when trick-or-treating became popular. Candy corn has been around for more than a century. One George Renninger of the Wonderly Candy Company probably invented it in the 1880s. Perhaps because its look was reminiscent of farm life, it caught on with city folk nostalgic for a rural past. And its tricolored look was revolutionary for the candy industry at the time— The Golitz Candy Company started making candy corn in 1900 and still makes it today under the Jelly Belly Candy Company name. The recipe for candy corn hasn't changed that much since the late 1800s, but the way it's made has changed quite a bit. In the early days, workers mixed the main ingredients, sugar, water, and corn syrup, in large kettles. Then they added fondant, which is a sweet, creamy icing also made from sugar, corn syrup, and water, and marshmallow for smoothness. They then poured the mixture into kernel-shaped molds in cornstarch trays. They had to do this in three passes, walking backward one pass for each color. Because the work was so tedious, candy corn was only available from August to November. Today, machines do the work, and marshmallow has been replaced with one of its key ingredients, gelatin. Manufacturers use a cornstarch molding process to create the signature design— So it's a molded candy. The molds are made by packing cornstarch into frames and then stamping the kernel shape into the cornstarch tip down. Or a plastic mold can be coated with a fine layer of cornstarch. Either way, pumps inject the batter into the molds layer by layer, starting with the white tip, and the candies are left to cure for a day or two. Another machine will then shake the hardened candies out of the cornstarch molds and down through chutes. Any excess cornstarch shakes loose in a big sifter, then the candy corn gets a wax glaze to make it shine, and workers package it for shipment to stores. The whole process takes three or four days. Today's episode was written by Stephanie Watson and Katherine Whitburn, and produced by Tyler Klang. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more about candy corn, check out an episode of my other show, Savor, called The Scorn of Candy Corn. It's from November of 2018. And for more on lots of other sweet topics, visit our home planet, HowStuffWorks.com. And, and for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Listener.